this is Lisbeth Broussard and Abby Falsado and we're the Spice Cabinet. Today we're going to discuss the skills that younger generations have picked up through our screens. Of course we could have just picked up a book and learned, but the simple aspect social media has put on challenging tasks has made us a generation of DIYers. Social media has not only taught us how to perform tasks, they've, it's also taught us how to have good reasoning skills with other people. So the internet's worldwide, so we've met a lot of people that we w would have never met otherwise. And obviously with us being from other sides of the world and whatnot, we have different viewpoints and different perspectives on things. Now instead of fighting about it and not agreeing with each other. A lot of people, a lot of social media users have made online friends because it's, first of all, it's fun. Second of all, it's just interesting to see what, how other people think of things. And to be able to do that, we have to put our, aside our differences. And Abby, you have a good example of this, right? Yes. My example would be when one of my friends brought up pineapple on pizza and how they love it and think it's so good. Obviously, I disagreed with them and told them that that's disgusting and not good, and how fruit doesn't belong on pizza. We eventually agreed that people have their own likings and preferences. Some people like it, some people don't, so we both agreed on that. Another example of a skill that social media has taught us is the skill of communication and this applies to communication towards an audience so many people have seen youtubers or even people who do tiktok shares make videos on the internet so you can't just start talking to a camera and like not plan it before you have to sit down kind of think about what you're going to need to say and you need to practice it a few times before you push the record button. And to do this, you also have to have clear pronunciation of your words so that the audience can understand you. And ever since YouTube kind of became, uh, became serious, more kids have been like, oh, I want to do this because it looks fun. But it's not only just because it's fun, you also have to learn the communication that goes behind it. Because you can't, you know, like I said earlier, you can't just sit in front of a camera and make money, you know? Um, so, my example for this, my personal example, is when I was in junior high, I decided to make a YouTube channel. Um, it was fun. I enjoyed doing it. But from when I was younger, I kind of had a speech impediment. So, doing that YouTube thing helped me. Like, so, I would talk, and then I would sit down and watch the video. And sometimes I wouldn't be able to understand a word I was saying. It was embarrassing. But watching that footage of me and trying it again made me realize how I was sounding. So I had to think about each, every word that I was saying make, and making sure that it was clear enough so the audience could understand. And also I learned to also face the camera when I'm doing what I was doing or and also I learned how to talk loud enough because I would do a lot of cooking videos. So I would be like not facing the camera, but
but if I wasn't facing the camera, I would either have to talk loud or just slightly turn to the side. Um, and doing that, I think, really helped my speech and my pronunciation of words and also just my communication skills towards other people. And it made me more confident in being able to communicate with others. By making TikToks, I have learned how to communicate non-verbally and how to get out of my comfort zone by making TikTok videos and actually posting them and putting them up on my profile. I've learned how to use certain facial expressions, body language to communicate feelings and actions on screen. Another skill that a lot of us have learned off of, especially Twitter and social media, like TikTok, just social media in general, and also YouTube, has been DIYs and recipes. So, one example of a DIY that I tried, well, one example of a big DIY channel is Tasty. They make so much food, and they make food that without watching them do it first, like, you would never try, because they make it look so easy. They just have all the uh, recipes and the ingredients out for you, and they just literally show you how to do it, and they make it look so easy. So, I think because of that, that's why I really started to learn how to cook, because I saw them doing it. I was like, oh, that looks so easy. All you need really is uh, the ingredients. And one recipe that I remember that I tried that I would have never tried otherwise was this garlic bread recipe and it was weird because they had they made the garlic bread and then they made alfredo pasta and for some reason they put the pasta in the bread i mean i we did that but it was weird but it was fun to do and i know for a lot of people like working with the yeast is scary because it's like what if i mess it up or because it's a whole chemical or not a chemical it's a whole like process but basically the way they explained it was like you just put the yeast in the water to let it start you know doing its thing then you add it in the dough and then that's really all i think we just added the ingredients it was a lot of ingredients but without watching them do it i don't think i would have ever tried that at all and um also i think when i was in junior high diys were starting to become popular and I think most of them were art-based, or they were, they could have been cooking-based too. It's really anything that you want to do, which is DIY means to do it yourself. And also, something that ties in with that is hacks. There have been a lot of hacks that people have discovered through social media, especially TikTok, I think. And many of these include recipes, and also just hacks for simple things like doing laundry or maybe just simple around the house task but with these hacks like there it makes it so much easier and without social media we would have never discovered other people's hacks or the way that they do things and also you know you can say well why don't you just pick up a recipe book or just ask someone i mean we can still do that but it's just for as younger people, it's just easier to watch something be done. And it's easier to 
watch every single step and what they're doing because if for me if someone explains it with their words i get lost like i after a certain point for some reason i just stop listening but with social media you can literally always go back to the video and re-watch the steps of what they're doing yes so i like social media because it has taught me a lot of things that i don't think i would have ever learned otherwise but yeah you know with everything you have to be useful of your resources and you have to use it wisely because everything can be used for bad because someone can just be looking up dumb stuff on the internet and like not learn anything from it which is i do i do both equally i look at memes or i like watch how to make bread it's there's no in between um yes so social media has taught us how to socialize, how to communicate to others, and how to try things that we have never tried before. And without social media, many of us, we would know these things, but we wouldn't know them as well as we do now, or we wouldn't have had hands-on experience yet, because it seemed like something that we couldn't do, or something that was very distant from what we usually do and because of social media we've seen other people try many things and we're like oh they can do it or they made it look so easy so we should try to do that as well thank you for listening to the spice cabinet tune in whenever goodbye the internet also teaches you how to make and prepare good meals or even some nice and easy snacks Churros are all over the social media and how to make them. I gained the confidence to make them because it looked so easy and I had all the ingredients I needed. So I prepared everything, but I accidentally burned the oil because apparently that could happen and I didn't know. So the house ended up getting really smoky. But now I know how to make them and how to fix my mistakes. This was Lisbeth Bussart and Abby Salcedo. And we are the Spice Cabinet. Thank you for listening and we'll catch you next time.